Hey, happy Tuesday. You're tuned in to Project Arrowhead. Thanks for tuning in with us. Hope everybody had a great Mother's Day. And uh, as far as I'm concerned, every day should be Mother's Day, not just one day out of the year. Anyway, Project Arrowhead's brought to you by the Lansdowne Pub, the Mohegan Sun's number one nightlife spot. Great food, live music. Thursday, starting at 9.30, we have karaoke with... James O'Grady, JPO Productions. We start at 9.30. So if you want to come hang out with us, Jim's always at the door. And we're, we're always having a great time. You know, Kendrick's always there, too, even though he owes me money. We still got to get that money, Jim. Still on that money. Still God. on that money. We're at like 60 bucks now. Wow. Started all from five bucks. So that's Thursday night, karaoke with JPO. Friday night, we have Majestic Fuzz, Acoustical Act from six to nine. And Saturday night, the music of Kick. And they're performing from 10 to 1 a.m. That's the Lansdowne Pub, located in the beautiful Mohegan Sun, Uncasville, Connecticut. So we got a couple other things we have to uh, we're going to mention here. Uh, the first one is Crossing the Veil. Uh, Snow Bruno and her daughter Taylor, they will be having a public investigation at the Drunken Pallet located right here in New London, Connecticut on State Street. And that's going to be Saturday, June 29th. And the time slots are 6 to 7:30, 8 to 9:30, 10 to 11:30. $30 for a basic investigation and $40 for a deluxe investigation. For tickets or uh, to reserve your spot, you can email Tay Takeover, T A Y capital T A K E over at gmail.com. That is the choppy buffering on your end. The video stinks. Sound is synced, though. Our video stinks. Yeah, yeah. He knows. Okay, he's working on it. Connection lost. Once again, the email is taytakeover at gmail.com, and that is Crossing the Veil, public investigation at the Drunken Palette. And speaking of investigations, this Saturday night, Arrowhead Paranormal with Crossing the Veil, we will have our public ghost hunt, and uh, that's this Saturday, May 18th, at the Leffingwell House Museum. Time slots are the same, 6 to 7.30, 8 to 9.30, 10 to 11.30, $30 for adults, $25 for ages 12 to 17. No one under the age of 12 is allowed due to the uh, fragile stuff that's inside the museum. And for reservations, you can email Red Lake Nation, all one word, Red Lake Nation 24 at gmail.com. So we got um, two really good events coming up. Um, if, if if you're available on June 29th, um, Crossing the Veil's public event at the Drunken Palette is going to be, uh, it's going to be great. Uh, it's for a good cause. And, um, you know, we take care of each other, so help snow out. And uh, it, it's going to be a, a, an interesting event. Very, very, very uh, interesting event at the Drunken Palette. So... And of course, ours on this Saturday at the Leffingwell Museum. A couple of a couple of great, great investigations where um, you get to be the investigator. We'll show you how to work the tools, and uh, you get to go in there and um, load it, loaded with activity. 
And I, I can sit here and tell you all day, but you have to actually see it to believe it. So, so what's up with you? Um, obviously, <laughs> we're missing somebody. Oh, you mean Gina, right? Gina, yeah. Yeah, I think she's too busy with that new boyfriend of hers. Oh, maybe. Yeah. maybe. Well, yeah. Heard they get married or something. I saw that she posted it up. What? You didn't see that? No, I didn't see that. She her. posted a picture that said, can't wait to marry my best friend. And then tagged him in it. Yeah. Oh, no. She put something on there that, that they're... Uh, exactly what I just said. Yes, RJ. So um, they are getting married. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm thinking it's a, just a joke. <laughs> Is it a joke? Though? I don't know. Is marriage? I, I, we a joke can't to ask you, her. Jim? Is marriage a joke no, to you, Jim? No, marriage is not a joke to me. Although, like every other license, I believe there should be an expiration date, and you have to renew it. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know. Um. So yeah, for those of you who haven't seen Gina lately, you probably wouldn't recognize her. Her uh, her hair is now very blonde, and um, I'm I'm I gotta say I'm proud of her. After the traumatic event she went through. Um, she's really doing good, and she's tackling it head on, and she's got a great support group that's really helping her out. Yeah, all jokes aside, she's she's a pretty cool person, so I can definitely agree on that. It takes a lot to go through what she did, and uh, just to see her bounce back and not let it affect her life too much is actually pretty inspirational for other people. Mm-hmm. Hey, and uh, speaking of Thursday night, you know, I know you're doing karaoke, but uh, isn't Judas Priest here? Uh, are they coming on Thursday? I, I think Judas Priest is here Thursday night. They might come sing karaoke then. Who knows? Dude, that would rock. Who knows? That would so rock. Hey, who was there last week? You remember? Chase Rice. Who? Chase Rice. Oh, yeah, that was right. He was there last last weekend. Or last Thursday night, and it was at it, our karaoke. Man, it's funny. Well, Thank not, you very it's much. It's funny, but it's not funny. What do you um, mean funny? Well, I got I got Leah some tickets to go see Chase Rice, and uh, her and Mike came in, and they were hanging out for a little bit, and then as soon as she left, <laughs> Chase Rice came in. So uh, when I posted the when I posted the picture, look who's hanging out at Lansdowne Karaoke. <laughs> she couldn't believe it. She was uh yeah, <laughs> I saw you do that, and I actually commented on it. If I knew she liked him, I would have actually just messaged her on Facebook and told her that he was there. I'm surprised you didn't. That's kind of messed up. Well, <laughs> you knew she liked him, and you didn't even yeah, call her. Yeah, but you got to understand that, that it's not like Leah lives right around the corner. So for her to have turned her off, I'm not going to tell What's you where she lives on the radio. What's her phone number? <laughs> Can ask her boyfriend. How's that? Hey, Mike. What's your girlfriend's phone number? <laughs> All right. So today we're going to talk about killer kids. Done. Hey, Lisa. How are you? Killer kids. Um. Yeah. This was this was a good topic that that Gina really wanted to get involved in. But man. she's not here. So. Man. So. Yeah, it's too bad. Killer to talk kids. About killer kids. Uh, how? How do you know you're raising a psycho? Um. By not having kids. Yeah, you're gonna avoid really? that. Yeah, I don't know. I would think this goes hand in hand. With what I wanted to talk about, um, it's pretty much how I don't know because they're always gonna have a bias, right? So when you're a parent, you're probably biased about your kid, right? You're probably gonna love them, and you're not gonna like think they have any flaws or anything. So I guess besides you know the typical killing of like a cat or like a rabbit or something, you can't really tell if your kid is gonna be a psycho or not. Well, yeah, killing or torturing of animals, that's that's definitely, yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure people still overlook that, but I think that would be, like, a definite sign. And then, I don't know, 
you can't really kids are so what's the word they're already crazy anyway so you just kind of sort it to like regular behavior and you don't really know that they're not supposed to be doing that so i think a lot of parents just gauge how other kids act and if their kids are like similar then they don't really you know worry about it but if they do some crazy stuff like i said maybe a lot of the time they kind of just overlook it um well you know it all d depends on the situation Let's take a look at our first pair of killer kids, and that would be Alex and Derek King. Um, they were uh, 12 and 13 years old, respectively. Uh, they had a trouble. They were troubled youths. They had a broken family. They were bouncing around from place to place, and they ended up um, living with their dad in 2001. And... Uh, they struck up with a, a, a friendship with an adult named Rick Chavis. All right. Now, these guys, the, the kids are 12 and 13, and they're having a friendship with a guy named Rick Travis. All right. That, uh, Chavis, that, that right there. And it was a friend of their dad's. Well, Alex and Rick embarked on a homosexual relationship um, that had the 12-year-old Alex declaring in notes found later before he met Rick, he was straight, but now he's gay. Uh, investigators also found a photo of Alex placed over Chavis's bed. So neither King brother liked their father. So uh, a murder plot was hatched. And I remember these kids are 12 and 13. Um the plot was they would kill their father so they could move in with Chavis. And when uh, firefighters responded to a call at the King House in November of 2001, they noticed 40-year-old Terry King dead on a couch. His face, face was bashed in and his skull split open. All right, that right there is not an accident, obviously. Um, Testimonies then conflicted over multiple trials. It was unclear who actually swung the bat that killed Terry King. Uh, both brothers eventually pled guilty to third-degree murder and arson. And Alex was actually released from prison in 2008. And Derek in 2009. And Chavis will be eligible for parole in 2028. That's the other adult, right? That Chavis was the adult, yeah. Yeah. So but he used the kids to kill his friend, so he can take possession of them. No, no, no. They so got they like got into a, a relationship with this guy, and they didn't like their father. They wanted to move in with Chavis, so they hatched this plot to where they would kill their father. But Chavis was aware of it, though. Yeah, he okay. was aware of it. But I mean, this happened in two thousand one, November of two thousand one. I don't know when the trial ended, but. They they were guilty of third degree murder and arson. Alex served seven years and Derek eight years. And their their new daddy. He served like twenty years, right? <laughs> my new screw my my new thing is screenshotting you guys and draining bodies onto the upper portions so you can see. <laughs> Who said that? Ladies and gentlemen, it is the Lansdowne head chef, Randy Tillett. He makes those amazing meals that you see the at, Buffalo at Lansdowne. The 
Buffalo, Calabar. Well, that's coming. I heard. I heard it's coming. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, here are these two kids. They were sure they were twelve and thirteen, but they crushed in their father's skull and set him on fire, and they're out already. Jesus, I, I, this is such a weird story. Why would the guy? Uh, uh, it's so weird, so nasty. The guy wanted the kids for himself, and he was having a sexual relationship. Apparently, with the but one. where? Did, yeah, but uh. where does it, there's got to be some statutory rape in there somewhere? I mean, the kids are 12 and 13 years old. This guy's a, a 40 year old male. Yeah, but he went to jail for like 20 years, right? So I'm sure he got everything thrown. Yeah, at probably. Him. So they all killed the father, or just the kids? The kids. So why would he go to jail just for helping planning it and touching? Yeah, he's an accessory after the fact. Um, That's gross. Right? I mean, some of these, I I don't know. What's the next one you got over there, Jim? All right. This kid was a doughy kid, wore glasses, uh, Lowell Lee Andrews. He appeared more like a a stamp collector than uh, than a mass murderer. Um, ah, they're kind of the same thing. So his his home <laughs> his hometown newspaper in Kansas. They even dubbed him the nicest boy in Wilcott. So I mean, what does that tell you? While visiting his family for the Thanksgiving holidays in 1958, the 18 year old zoology major um, read a Dostoevsky novel upstairs while his mom, dad, and sister huddled around the TV downstairs. After he finished reading, he shaved, put on a suit, walked downstairs with a revolver and a rifle. He shot his sister, uh, Jenny Marie, right between the eyes, killing her with one bullet. He then shot six bullets into his mother and another 17 into his father, who finally succumbed while crawling to the kitchen for safety. That is crazy. 17. Bullets. Pow, pow. And it, it, gets, it gets worse. Afterwards, he then went to see a movie. He tossed his guns in the river, came back home, notified police that his parents had been shot. Officers became suspicious at his emotionless demeanor. A family minister who was visiting the crime scene finally persuaded Lowell to confess. He did, adding that he felt absolutely nothing while killing his parents, later claiming. I just don't know why I did it. Uh, he was executed by hanging in November 1962. Wow. Well, at least he was killed. Yeah, but the rate, do you know? I don't know how he could do 17 that. 17 shots. On his father. I, I mean, they are psycho. He never said why he did it? No? Oh, he says he doesn't know why he did it. Jesus. Maybe he was possessed. Jocelyn says, hey, you got to make sure you did it correctly. Daddy issues. Oh, okay. Friends at, a, at his Minnesota high school described David Brom as a sweet guy who wouldn't step on a flower. But his gentle facade masked a very dark side, which indulged by listening to hardcore punk and thrash music such as suicidal tendencies. All right, here we go. Are we going to blame the music? Yeah. Oh, get out of here with that crap. Blame that heavy metal punk rock. One evening in February of 1988, after allegedly quarreling with his father about the music on one of his cassettes, Brom grabbed a large axe and with 56... <laughs> 
56. 56. Mighty blows, bludgeoned his father, mother, sister, and brother to death. He appeared the next day at school with a new black dyed mohawk haircut and bragged to a female student that he'd killed his family. Wow. Uh, the the judge accused Brahm of having a pathetically sick, depressed mind while senten- sentencing him to life in prison. Fifty six blows with an axe, and he went and told some girl. What he, he bragged about it to some girl at school. <laughs> I wonder how she reacted. Did she liked that or not? I don't know. Well, it make she any- turned him in, so I'm guessing. <laughs> I don't know how anybody. Well, obviously, it's all mental. Mental issues, I would it, imagine, right? Well, people yeah. just don't kill people just to kill people, unless they're like mentally unstable. That's okay. nuts. I couldn't. I love my family. I was just actually thinking about that the other day. It's like all these people have all these sad relationships with their family, and I'm just like, I couldn't even imagine that. Like, I fight with them and stuff, but I literally can tell them to go <laughs> f themselves, Steve's- and they're like, well, they'll laugh about it like an hour later. Like, I don't know how. People can be in bad relationships with their family or even want to kill their family. That's crazy. Steve Steve says just in case 55 didn't work. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm just happy I was raised with some awesome people. <laughs> Jocelyn says, see, I'm screwed when it comes to bludgeoning anyone to death. I might get one in before I get tired. <laughs> yeah, 56. All right, this one. This and what is everybody else doing while that's happening? You can't just ask one person and have everybody wait. Like, what is going on with that? I don't know. I'd be running. Yeah. That's um, crazy. Little Jasmine Richardson of the Canadian Berg of Medicine Hat, Alberta, was only 12 years old when she fell in love with a 23-year-old man named Jeremy Stanky, <laughs> who allegedly claimed to be a 300-year-old werewolf who I, loved the taste of blood. His last name was Stanky? That's yeah, awesome. just like... John Stanky that's listening to us. His last name. I hope you're not related to him. That's John's great-grandfather. Naturally, Jasmine's family did not approve, so naturally Jeremy, with some friends, watched the film Natural Born Killers, in which a pair of gun-toting, love-struck goofballs murder the girl's parents. Hours later on that evening in April of 2006, Jeremy and Jasmine would leave her parents and her little brother Jacob dead from stabbing and slashing. Her father had been so severely gutted, there was almost no blood left in his body when police found him. What? Uh, wow. What's that all about? <laughs> Here we go with the Canadian jokes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Both Jeremy and Jasmine were found guilty of three counts of murder. Jasmine is thought to be the youngest person ever convicted of murder in Canada. Murder. Due to her age at the time of the murder, she received a maximum 10-year sentence, of which she served only four before being released. Jeremy will be in prison. <laughs> Jeremy will be in prison for the rest of his life, which, since he's a werewolf, will be forever. Jeez. He's already again, 300 years old. She served four years for bludgeoning her entire family. Holy crap. Four years. Well, they probably blame it on him. Uh, this one ought to be a good And one. she's underage, too, right? So how does that work? If you commit murder when you're underage, do you automatically get trialed as an adult? Or does that depend on what state you're living in? 
No, if you commit murder underage, you're supposed to get tried as an adult. Because I would just have little kids kill people. If really? I them to. Yeah. Think about it. Sick bastard. Think about it. All right. This one Think ought to be a good one. Giving another person wedgies is an odd, anally focused, impossibly homoerotic male bonding ritual performed among a select group of sadistic, douchey males. Name Keith. Okay. Murray. I. People give people wedgies all the time. That does not mean it's an, a homoerotic male bonding ritual performed among a select group of sadistic, douchey males. A regular wedgie involves pulling up your dude bro friend's underwear so high it causes him pain. An atomic wedgie, which is thought to be so difficult as to defy the laws of physics, involves pulling the underwear all the way up over the victim's head. Uh, have you had this happen to you before? I've never had that happen. Keith, have you? No. I've never. So in 2013, when Bradley Davis of McLeod, Oklahoma, got into a fight with his stepdad, Denver St. Clair, after the latter allegedly made snide comments about Davis's mom, Davis knocked him unconscious, gave him an atomic wedgie, and then took photos of his handiwork. But the underwear's waistband would prove fatal for St. Clair as it choked him to death. <laughs> what? I, you, what? Can't, you can't make this up. Oh, my God. So he just left him like that and then he choked out? It, it, yeah, it choked him to death. The underwear's waistband would prove fatal for St. Clair as it choked him to death. There's no way I ever thought that could have happened, gasped Davis. I was panicked, mad, scared. Things got out of hand. Technically, things got out of ass, but I'm not one to quibble. <laughs> you never write that. <laughs> it says it right there. Oh, oh, my God. Davis pled guilty to first-degree manslaughter in what quite possibly be the world's only recorded case of a fatal atomic wedgie. Wow. How do you have strong underwear like that, though? That's, that's what you get out of this? <laughs> I'm just saying, how does that, that work? That is what you got out of this. How can you get it all the way up there? I, dude, I don't know. I don't. And then you can die from it? Apparently, it strangled him. Oh, my He must have got that, that, like, I don't know. He, he must have got it, like, all the way over his head. And I, I'm gonna, I don't know. Granny panties on? Jesus. All right. Most likely the most famous pair of... Of child killers. The Olsen twins? The, <laughs> the Menendez brothers. Joseph Lyle Menendez and his brother Eric, they seem to have it all. That is, except everything that their parents owned, which was a lot, seeing as their dad was a wealthy entertainment executive, and they lived, they lived in a Beverly Hills mansion, for Christ's sakes. Um, used to be inhabited by Elton John, Prince, um... No, not not at the same time, but you know, <laughs> uh, having little su- success in their personal lives, the two jet-setting rich boys grabbed a shotgun one night in August of 1989 and pumped so much lead into their parents that they were unrecognizable. Wow! Their demeanor seemed a little trife, trifle iffy at their parents' funeral. As did the fact that they blew an estimated $1 million of their inheritance within the first six months of murdering their parents. After finally being charged with murder, 
their female defense lawyer opened a smelly can of worms by accusing Eric and Lyle's father of having anally and orally abused them for years until they finally exploded in a fatal act of rape survivor rage. The defense strategy didn't work, and both both brothers are serving a life sentence. That one, um, they, they actually made several TV movies about that one. Again, so much led into their parents that they were unrecognizable. And why do you think they did that? You think they actually were sexually abused, or they were just doing it for the money, or they were just crazy? The money. But why don't you just get the money anyways? I don't. Want to, I never understood that. Don't you get the money when your parents die anyways? So why would you need to, I don't know, get the money faster? You'd think if you kept your parents alive that were rich, you'd get even more money because they're alive making more money. Yeah, but and then when they die, you'd get even more money instead of just killing them right now because now you just lost out on that future investment. Yeah, but it's um, <laughs> they wanted that money now. You know, they didn't want to get out. They didn't want to work. They didn't want to do anything. Wow. The members of an Asian family living in Australia, Seth Gonzalez, displayed strange behavior that pegged him as an odd bird indeed. He posed topless on a tribute website to him that he pretended was set up by his family friend but was entirely <laughs> done by him. That's awesome. He was also a liar who told friends for years that he had cancer. Oh, that sounds familiar. Why are you looking at me? I didn't tell anybody. Oh, Gypsy Rose? <laughs> Oh. Now, now there's a girl that I wouldn't surprise, be surprised if she went postal, but apparently she's doing all right. He found himself a failure at age 21 and decided to kill his family, ostensibly to get his grubby paws on their fortune. Here we go, money again. One afternoon in July 2001, he came home, grabbed two long knives from the kitchen, walked into his sister's bedroom then strangled, bludgeoned, and stabbed her until she was dead. About an hour later, when his mother came home, he killed her too. Then a little over an hour after that, his dad arrived home. Seth stabbed him to death, puncturing a lung and partially oh. severing his spine. To cover his tracks, he painted F off Asians KKK on one of the walls. But his pathological lying led to several contradictory statements and the discovery of a previous bungled plot to kill his family with poisonous beans. Gonzalez was subsequently arrested and convicted of murder. Wow. Poison beans? <laughs> I mean, the KKK, do they not like Asians? I don't know. I didn't think, yeah. I mean, I guess they don't like everybody. I don't know. That's just weird, though. I mean, it's an Asian family. They were living in Australia. I didn't even know they had KKK in Australia. Mm. I don't know. Poisonous beans, though. Where do you get poisonous beans from? <laughs> I don't know. The most famous serial killer twin kids has to be the Sam Sweet trial. Anyone else get this reference? No. No, you totally lost me, Jocelyn. Sam, sweet child. I don't look that up. My internet collapsed over here, so this computer does not work anymore, Keith. Wow, this girl is like... Internet. Oof, this girl internet, looks crazy. Internet. All girls are crazy. Jim, you just got to find one that you love, and then you don't date them. Bada boom. Jim, don't be quiet over there. 
Don't be acting like people are texting you. Ain't nobody texting According you. According to Stacy Lanner, her father started molesting her when she was in third grade. It quickly developed into a full-on sexual intercourse, usually when her dad was so drunk that her mom would kick him out of their bedroom. He would often perform oral sex on Stacy, which sometimes brought her to orgasm, adding uh. another queasy layer of shame and confusion. At three years old, they can have an orgasm? What? What? You just said that. Oh, since she was three years old. When she was in the third grade. Oh, 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 they said three. I was like, uh. He also became violent towards her when she resisted his advances. Even when her mom found Stacy's blood-streaked underwear or heard her crying while down in the basement with her father, she did nothing. I would kill her. When her dad began abusing her younger daughter, her younger daughter, Christy, in 1990, Stacy decided it was finally high time to kill Daddy. On July 4th, she grabbed a rifle and shot him while he was asleep, hitting his collarbone. He bolted awake, unaware he'd been shot, yelled at Stacy to call 911. When, she start, when he started berating her for taking so long to make the call, she says she thought to herself, he doesn't deserve to live. And shot him in the head. In 2009, weighing Christie's abuse at her father's hands, Missouri governor commuted her life sentence to 20 years, and she was released after serving 18 years. God, you know he deserved that. I agree. I mean, I I agree. I she agree. probably should have got Jocelyn, less. That's right, the cable guy. <laughs> she should have got less, less time than that, but. Absolutely. I don't know. Those crimes should be held to a different different standard. In June 2015, after arguing with his mother about whether he put his girlfriend and kids above the rest of the family, 25-year-old Roberto Martinez Marinero of Omaha, Nebraska, beat his mother with a baseball bat and repeatedly stabbed her before dumping her still-living body in a ditch. His mother would die of the wound she sustained. During his psycho tantrum, Marinero also threw his four-year-old brother off a bridge above the Elkhorn River and tossed his 11-month-old half-brother into a dumpster. Not exactly the best way to illustrate you put your family above your girlfriend. Oh, my God. That is insane. Who comes up with this stuff? Like, who... What What the hell is going on in these people's minds? Exactly. I mean, what's... How? How How do you I, throw somebody off a bridge? Well, how do you throw somebody in a dumpster, man? Like, oh, my God. Like, that whole the whole thing, he's sick. He well, look at, um, what was it, Minnesota? About a month ago, uh, this guy got in a, an argument with his girlfriend and threw this innocent kid off the, the third floor of the Mall of America. He just threw an innocent kid? Yep. Just why? Because he was mad and he just picked up a kid and threw him off the railing? Yep. Threw him over the, uh, off, it, the off the third floor. The kid started to regain. Um, just a random kid. Just random kid. Just walking around. Yep. Wow. That is insane. Because he got upset because of his girlfriend? Mm-hmm. People are sick. All these people should be killed. I mean, it. not to sound so crazy, but I don't know. A lot of these guys... Like I said before, we should have justice, like eye for an eye. Something happens, they should be treated as such as what happened. Like this stuff, how do you even? Uh, that just makes me mad. 
makes me want to go find these people. In 2011, Indiana native Nina Holbrook poured gasoline on her 50-year-old father, lit him on fire with a candle, and left him to flail about in agony until he finally died of his burn wounds. When authorities asked Nina what she'd done, she matter-of-factly said, I torched him. She tried using a mental illness defense, but after all, what sane person pours gasoline on their daddy and sets him ablaze? She was sentenced to 55 years in prison for the murder. Wow. Burning somebody alive, that's even... I don't know, all these sound pretty intense. Pretty intense. I don't think I'd... I don't know. Right? It's definitely mental illness. Oh, Randy. What do you say? He says, hey, do you remember? Did you hear about the circus fire? It was intense. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty funny. Uh, That was good, Randy. I'll give you that one. That one was good. The circus fire. (laughs) Intense. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Let's talk about other stuff. We got to we got to talk about death this whole show, Jim. Come on, Jim. Let's talk about happy stuff like puppies and cats and cotton candy. Puppies and cats. Cotton candy. Here's uh Yeah, go Bruins. You working tonight, John? I'll be there. I'll be there. They're going to lose. Shut up. They're going to lose, unfortunately. Shut up. They're going to lose. Shut up. L O I think it's time Let's for. See. I think it's not time for a new karaoke guy. Lose, <laughs> whatever. All right, here we go. Kiplin, Kip Kinkle. Wow, let's say that name five times fast. Kip Kinkle. Kiplin, Kip Kinkle. Kiplin, Kip Kinkle. Kiplin, the Kip. Lived with his family above a trout stream in the town of Springfield, Oregon. But despite his freckly face and veneer of normalcy, something troubling burbled underneath the surface. In his middle school yearbook, he was selected most likely to start World War III. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's troubling. He reportedly boasted of lighting firecrackers in cats' mouths and skinning a squirrel alive. There you go with the psychopath torturing yeah. and killing animals. Kip's obsession with guns and violence led his father, fatally, to decide it could be managed by purchasing him guns in order to rechannel his unhealthy fixation into a benign hobby. One night in May... What? (laughs) He's like, hey, you're a psycho, but here's some guns so we can try to help you out with that. Exactly. Could be managed by purchasing him guns in order to rechannel his unhealthy fixation into a benign hobby. One night in May 1998... Kip used a 22 caliber rifle his dad had bought him to murder both of his parents. Before shooting his mother, he allegedly told her, I love you, Mom. The next morning, he drove his parents' car to school and fired 51 rounds in the school cafeteria, killing one and injuring 23 others. Wow. Son, you're crazy as hell. Here, I'm going to buy you a gun. See, that's why people get pissed about guns. That's why right there. Because parents and people give people guns that should not have guns. And that is insane. Right? Insane. Oh. Oh, God. (laughs) Wow. One would think that if you're going to murder your parents, you would have taste and discretion not to brag about it on social media. 
But that's exactly what Henry Chow of Hong Kong did on a WhatsApp group. A what's WhatsApp group. WhatsApp. WhatsApp group. WhatsApp. After he murdered his parents in 2013. After being indicted for murder, Chow explained to the police he instructed his dim-witted friend, Angus C., to <laughs> chop up his parents' corpses, salt them, and bake them in the hopes it would all look like barbecued pork rather than dead human bodies. Uh. Investigators would find microwaved human flesh and the victims' heads in two separate refrigerators. In videos shown to the jury, Chow spoke of persistent difficulties communicating with his parents and gave an oddball explanation for the murder. I thought that if I could resolve the emotional connection with my parents, it would be a solution. If they died, I could be reborn. Wow. And he was going to cook them up like pork? They cooked them up like pork. I'm not eating Chinese food for a long time. <laughs> but what? Do, 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 You're worried about the cats in their food. It's got all these parents in there. The triad. Killing all those people. And that is the top 14 cases of children murdering their parents. Wow. That is insane. Insane. Have you ever been mad at your parents like that, Jim? Anything close to that? Like, what's the maddest yeah, that you've ever no. been? What's oh, yeah. the maddest you've ever been with your parents? They stormed off out of the house. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> I mean, what the hell else? Yeah, no, it's... Beer. I mean, every kid gets mad at their parents. Every kid. Yeah. You're grounded. Okay. Uh, I, yeah, I nothing really ever. I don't remember anything, really. Everything that I got in trouble for was stuff I did. So I never really got in trouble. So I was a good kid, kind of. Good. <laughs> Grant says, that's it. I don't want to visit Korea. <laughs> What's up, Grant? How are you doing, man? He's still up in there. How many more years does he have left, Jim? Do you know? No, he's still got he's still got a while left. But well, he's looking good though. Congr- congratulations, Grant. He is uh officially a sixty eight whiskey. And uh he's yeah. headed off to Rasp, which is uh the um start of becoming a ranger. Nice. Colonel Kevin Brown was uh very happy to hear that and uh He's looking forward to hearing for it. Jocelyn, it's not called chow mein for nothing. Oh, God. See? She knows. Chow mein, chop she mom. She knows the deal. Wow. Chop suey. Gross. Yeah, well, we all knew it was a real meat they use. I thought it was cat, not parents. Wow. Hey, so... They are um, overpopulated over there. No, they are. They are overpopulated. So how do you think they're going to cut down on that? I mean, they're already throwing the kids off, off the hills. That's so sick. Are they still doing that, by the way, Jim? Uh, not that I know. Of. You know what I'm talking about, though, right? Yeah. I think they still do do that. Hey, uh, you you got any uh, you got any misconnections this week? Um, if I had internet, the misconnection is my computer. Because <laughs> there's no connection on there. The lost Keith, connection. Keith Keith's in there taking a poo. So he's not going to come help us. Let me, uh, yeah, look it up on, uh, actually, no, I'll look it up. I'm on my phone. My data. Your data. My data. My data. How do you call Word. it? What do you say? Data or data? Data. Data? Data. Why, why not? Data. Data. Why don't you say data, though? 
Tomato, tomato. What the hell difference does it make? So should we even do? Let's see. Because it's not under community. I don't remember what it was. Oh, look. Do you want some kittens available for adoption? No. Saturday activities near Mohegan Sun. Pet sitter available. If you need a pet sitter, you can go on uh, Craigslist. They'll hook you up. All right. Let's see. Discussion forms. What? Yeah, it's so different on my phone. Let's see. Flag help. What is that? Oh, what is bisexuality? Oh, okay. That's, I thought they said biosexuality. We can talk about divorce. Let's see. We only got two posts in divorce. Oh, actually, never mind. Like I said, my phone's a little weird. Hey, your phone, oh, here. Your phone's a little weird? There <laughs> you go. Five signs your woman is going to leave you. Oh, it's a YouTube video. They don't even write. This is on Craigslist? Yeah. They don't even write. What the hell? They don't even write them out. They just put a YouTube video up. Let's see. Studies show divorces for people who do not. Who do not what? <laughs> don't, leave us, don't leave us hanging there, James. Yeah. Grannies who. What? All right. We can't repeat that. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, look it up because my nope. phone. Oh, I'm. And my phone is not working. What am I looking up? Craigslist? Says divorce is the same as filing bankruptcy. Yeah, for whatever reason, I can't click on the. I can't click on the. I you can't, can't click, click on, it. on it. I can't click it in. Look underneath forms. We got divorces. There's a lot of a lot of different things. My left left or excuse me, my wife left me for a younger guy. Unfortunately, you married a whore. <laughs> that was one of the comments. Jeez, oh my God. Jesus. All right. What are, what are we What are we looking at now? I mean, um, go to forms. To I think it's the top left over there. Been separated from my ex over twenty years. Somebody said effort, but don't marry her. All right, we got misconnections right here. All right. All right. He effed my best friend, so I effed his mother. <laughs> wow. All right, so what do we do? Just click on him? <laughs> yeah, you click on it. All click. right, here we go. Fat Friends. That's the title of this one. <laughs> what? <It's laughs> looking to hang out. Be real. Be heavy. Male oh looking for fat friends to hang out with. What the hell? That's the first one. Fat friends, they need yeah. duffs. Designated. Well, okay. Who, fat, okay people. who wants a buddy for locomotion? Oh yeah, that's that local. Mo- that's a sex store. And oh, that's a sex. Yeah, they're looking for somebody oh. to go in there with them. Waterfall location. All right, this is Mohegan Sun. Hmm. Waterfall. What is it saying? Hello, I'm in town tomorrow looking for friendship. What does that have to do with the waterfall location? Maybe that's where they're gonna meet. Why don't you? Why don't you meet him there? You're probably gonna be working, right? Uh, yeah, no. He just wants a friend. We could you go be his friend? I would if I wasn't working. <laughs> Misconnections. Yeah, this is All right. this where, is not working. Oh, hold on. Where's my golden girl? There no, you go. not the old ladies on TV. Drop me a line if you know what I'm looking for and you are an attractive girl. Wow, he just wants himself peed on. 
That's what that means. He wants a golden <laughs> shower. Thanks. I know what he's talking about. He wants about. a golden shower. Ew. All right, Wolf Den. Had a very nice conversation with you last night at the slot machines here for a few more days. We'd like to meet up. My name is John. Yours was Bill. What does it mean by yours was? Does that mean he killed him? No. Missing my companion. Missing Uh-oh. company for tomorrow night, 513. Monday, staying at Foxwoods. 30-year-old handsome man. We'll be looking for all night. Older, preferred. Shoot me an email. If he was handsome, why would he be on here looking for somebody? Right. And I mean, do these people really like, oh, yeah, that's me. Like this one. Saturday, late afternoon, you were fishing. Then we almost bumped into each other as you were leaving the store and I was going in. Contact me. Really? Hey, you know what? You might have been that person. Look at this one. Straight looking for first time. Oh, straight looking for first time. I seen others post here to find people worth licking. So I figured I'd give a shot. I'm 26, landscaper, married, and just looking for a good time. <laughs> what? Oh, he's looking for a licking. Oh, girl at Planet Fitness, which is the best time to pick yeah, up I'm, girls. I'm, I'm, read, I'm reading that one now. You were supposed to show at my loft in New London for my home-cooked Spanish. Whatever. Paella? 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 Why the no-show? At least a call would have been polite. Yeah, take a hint there, dumbass. Yeah, what? If you had a phone, why are you posting on Craigslist? Right? If he... What? Why? Why? Oh, man of color. You're a mid-aged man of color. You helped me train a few years ago, then I had to leave. I am back now and hope this finds you as this is where we met in first place. Tell me name or what you have helped train with so I know it's you. I have continued training and very much almost there. Hope this finds you. All right, here we go. Was he training for anal? What is, I don't what, know. what is she training for? This one this one is redhead at CVS pharmacy. There's most likely a 99.9% chance that you will not see this posting. (laughs) Of course. But here it goes anyway. Yesterday, Saturday, at noontime, I noticed everything about you from the top of your head down to your toes. You were wearing sunglasses on top of your lovely red hair. You have a gorgeous face and were wearing a red dress with denim jacket along with flip-flops. You were standing directly in front of me, moving your hips back and forth as if to tease me with your wonderful figure. Well, it worked. As I couldn't take my eyes off of you. This is kind of disturbing. I believe you noticed me staring at you on a couple of occasions. I know why you didn't pick up your prescription, so please tell me why so that I will know it's actually you. Damn. Really, really, really wish I had gotten your number. Hit me up, please. I want to get to know you. That's a freaking stalker. He said, I know why you didn't pick up your prescription. Yep. I know why you didn't pick up your prescription. Stalker. Weird. I think he's just saying he (laughs) overheard her talking about it. Well, yeah, but you know what? I mean, what's even more disturbing is he described her from the top of her head to her freaking toes. Yeah. Putnam, I wonder if I knew who this girl was. Posted two days ago. Looking for a fishing buddy. 
You want to oh. know who all the girls are. Kate Graves was looking for a fishing bunny. <laughs> she told you about that story about how some dude kept hitting her up about going fishing. And she's like, no, nah, I don't like to fish. And he just kept asking her to go fishing and that he'd cook her fish <laughs> meal. <laughs> yes, Randy. She, yeah, we're uh, misconnections. <laughs> yes. Some of these are pretty interesting. Randy, we're reading your diary over here. Hello, people. I'm a male in Scotland, Connecticut. I'm just looking for new people to chill with and go fishing. Just fishing, nothing more. Okay, so he definitely wants to do more than fishing. So if you're in the Willamantic area and want to maybe go fishing sometime soon, get back to me. He's fishing, all right. All right here was another Mohegan Sun one. Uh, she was so beautiful. Mohegan Sun. Looking for Mary. We met playing the slot machines at Mohegan Sun. Your eyes were so beautiful. We laughed. Had a few drinks. You asked me to help you with something and went to your room. It was crazy but beautiful. You said you were local to the Mohegan Sun area. Hit me back. I'm Jack. <laughs> what if he meant to rhyme it or if he's just an idiot? <laughs> oh, man. This one, shooting pool at long shots. I haven't been there in a long time. Well, there's another Over local one. You were with two other ladies, blonde cutie with torn jeans. I was two tables away f with several co-workers. The three of you got up to shoot pool, wanted to talk to you, but you left. Oh, bro, you shouldn't have wasted your time. You should have just went up and talked to her. Smacked her ass a little bit. Probably would have got her attention. Oh <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do these? Hey, it would have worked, Keith, for like the f five seconds. Maybe she likes it. I don't know. If you guys have actually put an advertisement like this on... On Craigslist. Where are my fat friends? Let me know so I can delete you now. <laughs> yeah, Randy, let us know what you post on there. That's how Gina met her, her boyfriend, isn't it? Didn't no. she go on Craigslist and say, looking for a guy? No. Looking for a guy to marry? No. Marry. Petite female looking for SS. Oh, we already did that one. We Super that sexy one. black buff woman. <laughs> oh, seeking weekly massage. I think we talked about that before. This See that Randy says. Randy says we can always invite him on the show. Randy, yeah, come out next week. But, Buffalo, California. But Randy, where are you right now? Buffalo, California. Randy's working. Tell him to quit. I'm gonna tell him to quit. Quit, 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 quit. But that's quit. what I'm saying. Randy's working. So. Ooh, look! This could be me. Oh, Bearded guy at job lot. I love going to state job lot. Saw you going into job lot while I was getting ready to leave. Bearded. Leather jacket. Okay. That's two. Carrying a soda or something as you walked in. Looked to be maybe late 20s or somewhere in your younger 30s. Not looking to be a weirdo. Just wanted to say you're cute and hope you have a great week. I think people should hear that more often. Well, thank you. I know they're talking about me. Wow. Know it. That was that was for me. Oh, Doe Girl. We talked about the Doe Girl. Already. Doe Girl. Doe Girl. Whoa. Margaritaville, Lansdowne. Oh. Oh. You really got Sarah, one for Lansdowne? Sarah, love the chat. In Connecticut this week for a couple of nights. Yeah, but that was old. Margaritaville's out of business. Well, do we, what's I got to do at Lansdowne? That's what I said. Lansdowne was the title. I said, do you want to meet? Uh oh. few times at Walmart we had run last three days. What? <laughs> Randy says his secret to Craigslist is no matter what he posts, the first couple of letters are M for M. <laughs> Do you get that? He's looking for men. 
he's a male looking for a male. Oh. Oh, God. Handsome man with beard. Talking about me again. You drive a blue truck and are at Cumberland Farms around the same time every day. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> How do you know? How do you know I go there every day? God. Dark hair, trim beard, nice smile. You're in front of me in line today. Would love to hear from you. And that was actually in Groton, so it could have been me. Dun, dun. Because I do go to Cumberland Farms. Man, did you hear Tim Conway died today? I don't know who that is, so. How do you not know who Tim Conway is? He's a dead man now, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, so. Do you seriously not know who Tim Conway is? No, say it again. What's his name? Tim Conway. No. My God. No. You like live under a rock. I do. I don't pay attention to other people's lives. Tim Conway? Yeah. Is he a singer? He was a comedian and actor. Uh, let's see. He was hilarious. Nah, I really don't know who he is. I just looked at his picture. I have no clue who he is. Do you know what happened at the end of end of game? End game. Uh, no, Jim, I didn't watch it yet. Do you want to know what happened? No, I don't want to know. Do you want to know what happened? I want to tell you what happened. Should I tell you? Mm-hmm. Game of Thrones. Whoever watched that on <laughs> Sunday, were you upset? Were you happy? Don't, don't go in description because Jim hasn't seen it. But just write if you liked it, if you thought it was good, if you hated it, like everybody else. I liked it because everybody else hates it. Why everybody hated it? Oh yeah, they were upset about how stuff ended. I enjoy when other people are upset about pointless stuff in life. For wow. whatever reason, it just kind of makes me laugh. Makes me laugh, Jim. <laughs> what the hell is that noise? Is there a cat in the studio? Yeah, there's a cat in the studio. Hey, look. I just swiped right on this girl named Taylor. She is a wholesale manager at a tire shop. Ooh. She works at a tire shop, cars and trucks, pit bulls, 860. She's probably too young for me if she got 860 in her area code. She's a conservative and has tattoos. Ooh. Ooh. And purple hair. And drinking Starbucks. Purple hair. Look at those tattoos, Jim. She's got like a skull on her arm. Wow. Yeah, purple hair is the way to go now. Is it? Look Mm -hmm. at that. Not bad. bad. You don't know who she is. Relax. Jim giving me a look like he no, knows I, who I, she is. Honestly, I do. Ah, whatever then. Put in a good word for me, huh? Ooh. <laughs> we could talk about Tinder. Are you on Tinder, Jim? No, I'm not on Tinder. Why not? Why would I be on Tinder? Why are you not? Why can't people go out and actually talk to people and... Because you have to go on Craigslist or you have to go on Tinder? No. Like you don't have a no, choice. You do things the, the the real way and actually have a conversation with somebody. So give us an example of how that works in the real life world right now. What are you talking about? How does how, how can you date somebody in the real life right now? Go. Tell us. How do you date somebody in real life? Tell us. Well, first of all, you have to go up and have a conversation with them. Okay. So give me a scenario. You're at the bar right now. Okay. You're a DJ. No. Sitting at a bar. What do you do? Roofie him. Oh. <laughs> no, that's that, that's only certain other DJs. Oh. Um. He's not even talking about me, guys. No, He's talking about somebody about else. You guys um, know who the other guy is, but. All right. So. <laughs> 
Damn, so, Jim, that was harsh. All right, there's a girl at a bar. That was harsh. And for the record, I am not that DJ that he was talking I, about. We already established that. I know. I just want to make sure they know. All I right, joke so, around a lot. I would never do that to anybody. So there's a girl at a bar that you want to get to know. Was that what you're saying? Yeah. Let's explain how that works. All right. Well, step one, try buying her a drink. Now, I feel like that's not the appropriate step to take the first time. Or even the second time. So why should we buy them a drink? Explain that. What do you mean, why should you buy him a drink? Why should we buy him a drink? Okay, well, all right. Let's forget the buy him a drink. No, 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 no. I want to hear why we have to buy them a drink. It's an icebreaker. Yeah, but wouldn't an icebreaker be like, yo, what up? It's me, Jay Poe. Holla at me. I'm good with my hands. No, that would get you probably. (laughs) That would probably get you slapped. What, they don't like to hear that you're good with your hands? I don't know. Um, no, for real, though. Like, Why is it that we have to buy them a drink? Why do, why do we have to offer them something right away? I want to hear other people, too. So whoever's listening, if you can comment why we buy ladies drinks. The first thing right, that we do. Basically, what we're talking about now is staying off of Tinder, staying off of whatever these other freaking stupid-ass dating sites are. Talking to people in real life. All right, see a good-looking girl at the bar. You walk up, start talking to her, buy her a drink. Okay, it's an icebreaker. You're buying her a drink. Hopefully, she sits there and has a drink with you. You get to talking to her. You're not going to get to know somebody through freaking Tinder. Yeah, but you're going to get to know somebody when you give them a free drink, and now all of a sudden they just expect you to buy them stuff? They, they don't expect expect you to buy him stuff i don't know you do you watch a lot of people at the bar when you're there mm-hmm. that's all i see what guy comes up gets him a drink and then the girl's like hee 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 buy my girlfriend a drink too and then the girlfriend gets a drink and then now there's two girls with two drinks that you paid for and you're already outnumbered so you can't really talk to one girl when the other girl's there because you need somebody to entertain the other girl see what i'm saying so now you can't even approach a group of girls because if you have to buy a drink right off the bat, you're already going into debt. You're already down two, three drinks. Well, if you're meeting, and if you're meeting girls at the bar already, you're loser already. See, Keith why, knows why is that? Keith knows why are you meeting loser? girls at a bar? Yes, it's just a horrible idea. How are you supposed to have a conversation with that idiot DJ blasting the music? Yeah, I think his name is Brian Keith. You yeah. don't even know my name. Get off the mic now. <laughs> You're cut off. You're cut off. I don't know what your DJ name is. DJ God. J worship. Poe. J Poe. Is DJ God? I can't stand. Worship. I can't stand bars. They're too right, noisy. So you know what? You say, hey, I can't hear you. Let's let's go out and uh, do smoke. Well, we'll just we'll go outside. Why do you want to date a smoker? Yeah, why They're would you disgusting. want to date a smoker? And that's like the right, second you- negative thing to say to a girl. <laughs> do you want to smoke? I'm not. What? St- no, Jim, you, want, you, got you ask no them game. if they want to vape because it's healthier <laughs> and it smells better. But then, if you don't have a vape, how do you get them to vape? You buy know. them a drink and then you ask them to go vape. <laughs> Jocelyn, hey girl, how about a pizza and a boop boop? <laughs> <laughs> if if that worked, I love pizza. So I'm whatever. gonna go to a bar. What? Go you be don't a like bar pizza? <laughs> I said I love pizza. Bar life. All right, so Keith. So what are, you, what are you trying Keith, to say? What's I want to hear Jim. What is wrong with people that go to a bar, Keith? I don't yeah, know. what's wrong with that? Are you a like Nazi bars. lover? They're noisy and they smell, and everyone's a drunken idiot. All right, Keith. Let's know. Like, I want to hear Jim for a <laughs> Obviously, you've right. never been to our place. Hold up. I'm sure your place is classy. All right, Keith. I want to hear Jim though. So let's hear Jim. Jim. Yes. Continue with your theory on picking up women at the bar. 
All right. And so, not in a sleazy way, in a no, respectful way. No, I'm not talking about a sleazy no, way. I'm just saying for the audience that's listening. So how do I'm you pick up a girl nowadays? And a bar is one example. You you walk up to the girl and strike up a conversation by buying them a drink. That's what you said. But you can buy them a drink. You can you can have a conversation with them. Yeah, get them more drunk. Uh, the fir- Keith, we're gonna ban you. The, the first thing you, you want to do, I mean, by going up and and actually having a conversation with them, is you can see if they're wearing a ring, and if at at that point they're wearing a ring, you just back off. Well, in theory, you back off. There's some scumbags that don't back off. Um, but the only way you're going to get to know a girl is to actually have a conversation with her. All right? I mean, not swipe right, swipe left, swipe up, swipe down, swipe it up your ass. No. You freaking talk to the person. Okay, so what's a good conversation starter at a bar? What's a good conversation yeah, starter? Yeah, without buying them a drink. Or we'll say we buy them a drink. So what happens? So what happens in the mind of a girl when you buy them a drink? How the hell do I know? That's what I'm saying. Like, what happens, though? In the situation, you go and you buy them a drink. What does that get you? How does that make you feel? You walk like, up. Now, like, does hey. a girl owe her time to you? Or can she just say, see you later? Like, how does that work out? I know that girls do not like that. If, they don't, if they're not interested, they'll tell you. You walk up. You're like, hey, can I buy you a drink? They're, they say, no, thank you. Okay. Then you walk away. If they're like, sure, then you sit there and you strike up a conversation about anything and everything. So now are we entitled to sit there and talk to the girl for that drink? Or if the girl's just like, yeah, buy what do, me a what drink. What do you mean are we entitled? We're not I'm entitled just to anything. That's what I'm saying. Two, I'm trying to break this down. You two need to get laid. We're not entitled Keith, to anything. I got laid before <laughs> I walked in here. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'll send you a picture of him later. No, no, that's Okay. <laughs> Anyways. By the way, ladies, both these guys are single. Uh, no, they're not. Yeah, I'm married, bro. No, you're not. Well, you got to ruin my shit. Sign off. You're like that annoying kid on Xbox. <laughs> I'm going to shut off your mic. <laughs> I haven't been single in eight years. Yeah. So anyway, you go up to the girl. Hey, going to buy you a drink? Can I buy and you she a says, drink? There's girls' rules about drinks that we follow, too. All right, Felicia. Um, Bye. Like, <laughs> that's Felicia from the gallery, you idiot. And that is why he doesn't get anything. Yeah. Okay. Like Felicia. what? What are the girls' rules about drinks? I mean, obviously, you got to be in this day and age. You got to be careful um, where the drinks coming from. Like, obviously, if a girl, if a guy walks over to you with a drink, obviously, be a don't little. Drink that. No, right. don't be a little. But if, don't if, drink if, it at all. Who yeah, buys a drink sitting, and walks up to you and says, here's a drink, miss? If you're sitting at the bar and they say, hey, can I buy you a drink? What rules do girls follow after that? And would you rather have a girl come up to you or a guy come up to you and say, hey, can I buy you a drink and actually have a conversation with you? Or would you rather have them swipe left, right, whatever on Tinder? Yes, but then also... I don't know. Everything I've seen is people just buy drinks. And I'm they, sorry. This question was for Felicia. Well, guess what? Felicia's not answering because we have no answer from Felicia. So I will talk instead of having dead air. Thank you very much, Keith. <laughs> so anyways, Jim, what I'm saying is how do you how do you go about doing that, though? Yeah, you go and talk to them, right? So usually a girl's not by themselves. So... Now, and we're, we're still okay. talking about dating. Felicia, we're still defending. Felicia's back. That. So, what, what are say? what are the rules? What are the rules for drinks? 
She says she's a mom. I don't know what that. And would you rather have a guy come up to you and ask if they can buy you a drink, or would you rather have the swipe left, right, (laughs) Tinder crap? Yo, Jocelyn, and that one's funny. How do you like your eggs in the morning? (laughs) The girl says under fertilizer. Oh, Oh, my God, Jocelyn, you're amazing. Oh, man. No, this is a serious topic, though. I mean, we're joking about it, but I'm also being serious because for me, for example, I'm always out doing stuff, so I don't have time to meet people. And when I meet people, it's in a professional sense, even though I'm a DJ and people don't think it's professional. Like when I'm DJing, I take care of it like a business, and I don't really sit there and talk to people. Other people think like, oh, I'm hitting up every girl that comes up to my way. See, I Felicia, literally do Felicia not. says Tinder sucks. So you'd rather have somebody come up and actually start a conversation with you and get to know them that way. Yes, obviously, Jim. We already know that. We already established that. But I'm saying is, how is it easy nowadays to do it when everybody's stuck on the technology? That's what I'm debating on. Like, how do you... So now, for girls my age, who are in their 20s and 30s, right? Exactly. They're already... Why are you laughing, Keith? You're 60 years old, bro. So, in my age category, they're all used to using their cell phones and stuff. So, how do you approach them in real life time? Well, if obviously hey, 18 and over, if they're sitting at the bar and they don't have their cell phone out, you go up, you you either say, hey, can I buy you a drink? Or, hey, is anybody sitting here? Or, hi, my name is such and such. It's a conversation starter. You go from there. She's either going to blow you off or she's going to say, all right, yeah, have a thing. Yeah, I'll, I'll have a drink. And then you sit there and talk to her. It's not an obligation to get laid. There's no obligation. There's no entitlement whatsoever. But and Felicia says toys before boys. <laughs> so and Keith's got his toys still. I mean, all right. So say you meet a girl on Tinder, and uh, you you want to uh, you're gonna hook up. Uh, yeah, we'll meet at such and such. And you get there, and the next thing you know, she's saying, thou puts the lotion in the basket. You could have known that beforehand. I'd just say, well, Bram. You're missing the whole point. <laughs> You're in the pit. She's got you tied up. She's cutting you up. You know, uh, you don't know. You don't know what you're getting at. Yeah, but you don't know if what you're you going to get at a bar a girl, either. That She could still be a psycho at the bar. Exactly. This is my point. That's why you go up and you talk to them and you have a conversation. Hi, my name's James O'Grady. How are you? Can I buy you a drink? And then you have a conversation. Conversation. Like on Facebook? <laughs> Do you like... Do you swipe left or right? What do you do? You don't even talk about it. You don't even bring that crap up. All right, up. so instead of bars, you're meeting. Let's go back. So ball, bars are obviously tougher to talk to people. So how do you talk without going to the bar? How do you meet somebody that's natural? People say supermarkets, but that, is that a real place where you can actually engage on somebody? Uh, hold on. Let me see what Felicia says here. What did she, uh, she the wrote? More ex- I'm a mom. The more expensive the meal gets, it's more expected, kind of, depending on chemistry, the more we are likely to put out. Yeah, um, we're talking about dating. We're not talking about having sex. I know how to have sex. Talk look about at the, dating. Look at the calluses on his hand, for Christ's sakes. <laughs> <laughs> he looked. <laughs> 
<laughs> you son of a bitch. Alright. Um yeah, we're talking about we're not listen, this topic is not to hook up with girls because we already know how to do that. That's a real easy thing to do. But I'm talking about like dating. I'm talking about like really dating somebody, like getting to know them and actually meeting them in real life in a real situation where they know that you're looking for a real thing and not Patrice, I didn't have a nightmare Tinder experience because I think Tinder is like ridiculous. If it's People nowadays, they don't know how to have a conversation with somebody because they're always on their, their freaking uh, social media, this and that, and swipe right, swipe, you know, bullshit. Go out, have a conversation with somebody, meet somebody that way. But say, where do you meet them? Anywhere. You say anywhere, anywhere. but There's where? women everywhere. Yeah, where do you do? You just stop them while they're walking and say, hey, I'm Jim. What up? And then they're just like, Ugh. Blech. What up? <laughs> First of all, I wouldn't say what up. <laughs> what would you say? Second of what all, what would you say, Jim? I would be like, "Hey, how you doing?" And um, they'd be like, "You're creep." <laughs> yeah. it, well, if you act <laughs> creepy, they're gonna call you a creep. For real though, like I don't know it. Have you seen anybody do that? I have not seen anybody do that in the past like ten years. I've never seen anybody just walk up to somebody. You'll pay attention. Like I see it all the time. In a public setting? Yes. I've never seen that. Yeah, I've, I've seen... Never. I've seen people walk up and actually shake the girl's hand and said, how are you? My name's such and such. You hear... <laughs> Would you like to buy a Bible? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Do you want to... you want to be here, Jehovah Witness? Oh, my gosh. No, I haven't seen that, though. I think we are definitely slanking it, though. We're... You know, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. everybody's slacking. We are slacking. It's slacking on both sides. A slacking. If if you're a good-looking girl, why in the hell would you have to be on Tinder? Because they're damaged and they just want more attention and this self-esteem. If you actually thought about this, I thought about this the other day. I'm not a good-looking dude, but my self-esteem is like very high. Okay. And for whatever reason it's there, and I think it's because I accept, you know what, I'm balding, who cares, I can't do anything about it, why sit there and cry about it, right? So all mm -hmm. these good-looking people, I think they don't know that they look good. Like, I think they literally, physically do not know that they look good. So now they want, like, the instant, like, gratification, but not, like, from good guys that are like, oh, you look really beautiful today. They want somebody who treats them like crap and says that they're no good, but then they look good at the same time. It's so right. hard to and, explain. And see, so Felicia says it, too. I think, honestly, it's the best way to approach things. And if they get offended, they don't need to be around you. A sincere, exactly, yeah. a sincere compliment can be a good start to any kind of relationship. Yeah, Absolutely. but it's got to be real, though, because other people are like, wow, you're so beautiful. And then they kill you later. Like, you have to, I, I base it on, like, non-materialistic stuff. You know what I mean? Like, if somebody comes up and says, wow, you look so good I'd, I would be like, yeah, cool, but like, I don't care. If they said, wow, James, you're so smart, and you really did a good deal on that, I'd be more turned on than them saying anything about appearance. But I think a lot of people are so stuck on appearances now that it's, you know what I mean? Like, I got this one girl who says she's in love with me, but I don't even think she is, and like, I don't even know why she likes me, except for the fact that, for whatever reason, that she says this stuff. You know what I mean? It doesn't even seem like it's real. I just feel like she's lonely and she doesn't want to be with anybody else or whatever the the thing is and it's and it's so weird. And if you if you're that getting that feeling then obviously it's not the right are, one. You're absolutely yeah. right. But and I know I'm right, but it's 
it's just interesting how people react into relationships and stuff. You I know? mean, if you walk up to a girl and say, wow, I got to tell you, you have the most beautiful eyes I've ever seen. Then make sure she's got the most beautiful eyes you've ever seen. Don't lie. Yeah. I mean, if she's, cross, if she's cross-eyed <laughs> or has a glass eye or something like that, and you come up and say, you've got the most beautiful eyes I've ever seen, you're going to get called out on your bullshit. Yeah. Well, it's besides that, it's that, that's what happens with these pictures on Facebook. I mean, they show a picture of their face and their titties, and half their face is not even on the screen, and they'll just be like, wow, you're so beautiful. And it's like, what are you doing? Like, those girls are reinforcing that activity you know what i mean and see felicia then, felicia told you to call her out on it life's too short find someone who you click with click click and it's not say she means click as in like swipe right click okay i mean <laughs> i think honestly and I, i've seen this um looks are not the most important part of nope. a relationship and see patrice was just getting he was just saying that too it's the money if money, it's money, not the money. money, it's if you guys can click on an international, on an international. Oh my <laughs> international. God, I'm, I'm, I'm if you guys can, Universal. if you guys can click on an emotional level, that's to me that's more important than you know if it, being a model. Yeah, well, okay. I think people do that too. I experienced that recently where we and just clicked. Yes, and Steve, all eyes matter. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you have to click, and I definitely agree on that. Like I experienced that recently, and and it's different. Like when I was in the moment, I wasn't even thinking about looks or anything like that, or anything. You know, it just it just kind of clicked, and like the relationship was good, and like I didn't even care about sex or anything like that. Like those are the real relationships that you want to go for. You know, and mm -hmm. I've. I'm lucky to have experienced that lately. And there's like a lot of other stuff that I don't know. It just, like you said, I didn't even care about any of the, the sexual activities or anything. And I don't think you find that nowadays. People say, Oh, you look good. You look this, but they use you for their own, for their own. I don't even know how to explain it. I can for ramble their, on for their for, own benefit. Yeah. Or like they just want to be in a relationship. Like who knows do they want to be in a relationship with you or do they just want to be in a relationship in general and they know that you're you want to be in that relationship but you can't at this time and it's just well i'll tell you i know some and this is this individual her grandmother was sick and whatnot and she wanted uh grandchildren great great grandchildren um and she went and she hooked up with the first guy she could had two children but she couldn't stand the guy Wow. Needless to say, that didn't last very long. But yeah, and that's where we're getting. Like, I'm getting old. I mean, all these girls that I know are getting old, and, like, they just want to settle down. And my ex-girlfriend, she was, like, together with her first boyfriend for, like, 10 years, wanted to get married, didn't work out. I dated her for a year and a half, and she was pushing me to marry her. And I'm like, dude, like, I understand that you want to get married. You have a caller. Hello, caller. Okay. Call you on the air. That kid's crying in the background. Hello. Hello. Hello, Jim. How you doing? Hey, Jocelyn, what's going on? What up? Not much, not much. Hello, James. How you doing? I'm doing good. And hello, everyone on the, on the you know, Facebook <laughs> line. They can hear you. <laughs> they can hear you. I figured. 
Hi, what are you kidnapping kids right. right now? I heard them crying. Oh, those, I, are his, I am her, kids right <laughs> those are her little ones. We gave them all the tips to do this. She's out there reliving exactly. all of our shows. See, I was I was watching the beginning of the show and I figured, you know what? I may as well kidnap children. Oh, <laughs> they got it. Because God knows I don't have enough. Oh man. No, no, not at all. <laughs> Why well, don't endorse this motion? That's okay though, Jim. Oh, Keith, did you just hang up on her? No. Jocelyn. Hello. Hello. Right. Well, we, that was fun for a second. We Good lost, job, Keith. We lost Jocelyn. Hanging up on her. Oh, oh, sure, blame it on me. Nope. Yeah. Oh, there she is. Stop pushing the button, I'm Keith. I'm still here. It's this stupid you connect radio thing. Ah. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you gotta love modern technology. Yeah, right? So speaking of modern technology, you're talking about dating. So. You know, it, the whole Tinder thing, you know, Tinder and and what, what's the other one? Um, I don't even know. people in real life. I know. We're just kind of rambling. I got in trouble, though, I think. I there's honestly can't remember what I said, but I got a text Tinder, message. There's, you know, what is it? Farmers dating. I mean, oh, we didn't talk about farmers only. <laughs> you know, I actually did talk to a farmer girl. Like years ago, and if you think that site's a joke, it's not because she totally lived a different life. <laughs> she was awesome, and I still talk to her as friends. But like, don't if you want to date a farmer, you better become farmer, a farmer. What was that, Johnson? All I gotta say is, no one should become a farmer to date a farmer's girl. No, that's literally where I was at, and I was like, you know what? I don't mind doing this. I can DJ out in her cornfield. <laughs> yeah, no. I was I was down for it, but then it didn't work out because no. she literally would be working for like eighteen hours and wouldn't text me back, and I'm like, whatever, that shit ain't working. She's cool though. She actually yeah. hooked up with like another farmer guy. So uh. <laughs> now, Jocelyn, correct me if I'm wrong, but aren't they doing like a some sort of dating thing down at Scares That Care this year? I don't know. I have not heard anything. Definitive from Jim. From Joe in regards to. Mm hmm. Um, if they're doing a dating, like a, like a dating show, it, it'll be very interesting to see who does. <laughs> yep. I know they are doing a single woman's night out. Yeah, the vampire thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, but that's—I don't think it's a like a like a single mixer. But didn't we have a single mixer last year, though? I want to say yes. I don't know. I was so busy running around. I honestly don't know what we had going on. I, I know we had so much going on. I want to say that we did. And of course, I was single last year, but I wasn't. So mm -hmm. oh. You know. Oh, that makes sense. You were single, but you weren't single. Okay. I was single, but I wasn't single. Well, you know. So am I. Jim kissed after that. Oh, yeah. You were swiping right while you were in a relationship, huh? I, 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 <laughs> she, she was over with Sean Patrick Flannery. There was some boondock Satan going on there. No, Sean was on me. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. And there's a picture to prove it. <laughs> We're going to have to see that. Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a few pictures. Facebook um, it. Facebook us. 
it, it's on Facebook. Well, it, yeah, I was going to say, it, it is. I'm trying to think, Jim. James can see uh, my Facebook, right? No, you never added me as a friend. That's messed up. Uh, well, go ahead, go ahead and add me. No, I'm not going to add you. You add me. I'm the celebrity. I'm not, oh. not going to add you. <laughs> You're the celebrity. Hey, and Why would I add you? That, there was also some. I, I believe there was also some pictures with you and Costas and Kim Coates and. Okay. Well, how long have I known Kim? I mean, I've, I've known Kim what five years now. Yeah, at least. So, how well? Though. Yeah. Kim. Kim knows me. Kim actually knew the old man. Right. Right. And and Kim's a hell of a guy. He uh. I mean, you take his Kim, Tiggy, Kim, Tiggy Kim. persona on Sons of Anarchy, and it's like nothing compared to what he's like in real life. Right, exactly. Apparently, he's in a new show, too, that I just saw the other day on Netflix. I haven't watched the show yet, but I was cycling through my girlfriend's Netflix, and I saw it. I oh, no kidding. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be checking that out, too. I think it's about to start season two, then. Um, I, I, I like his character. Yet. His character yeah. is good. Tiggy? Yeah. Well, we had um, we had uh, Tommy Flanagan. Who's an absolute trip. Yep, I can't remember Tommy's name on the uh, on the show. Was that the Irish guy? Yeah, yep. Yeah, uh, his bigs or gigs or digs. <laughs> digs, I think that's what it was. It was one of them. And then um, uh, yeah, Boone. We had um, Mark Boone. Yep, Mark Boone Jr. He was we amazing. Had- we had David LaBrava. Yep. And Tim Cohn. Yep, happy. <laughs> I can see why yeah. they call him happy. Oh, my God. If, if I see one more of those uh, business cards or beer coasters or whatever he was throwing, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go insane. Mm. Yeah, I actually bought his book, and wow, it's amazing. I mean, the fact that he is yeah. an honest to God, legit, real life Hell's Angel is uh, it's amazing. It, it really is, but he was—he was cool about everything when he was there, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I think. That's what everyone, when they first encounter him, was worried about. You know, oh, is he going to be cool? Oh yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. You can't. I, I don't think you could be a celebrity and, to a certain degree, not be cool. I'm pretty cool, especially in that type of setting. Right. Plus, I However, mean, we we have encountered some. You know how they try to handpick everybody and make it the best experience for the fans that are coming in, and uh, exactly. I think I think we do a pretty good job in that. Most of the fans that we bring in are I love it, absolutely love it. I mean, just look at how quick the hotel sold out this year. Yeah, um, you and I will talk about that later as far as the hotel goes. Hey, am I um, am I yeah, DJing I, this thing? Or I, what? It's in Virginia. Am I DJing this or what? Nobody even invited me. <laughs> you know, there may be a reason behind that. Just saying. Oh, maybe a reason oh, behind it. No. I'm, oh, I'm, all right. Well, I'm I'm I'll just burn the place down. You know, we love you. I know how to. Kill uh, the guy that the guy that we have that does uh, karaoke, he does he does a really good job. How old is he? I don't know. I mean, he's, not a, he's not a couple of them, has he? How old besides, is he? Besides our scanners, don't you do? Um, I got it. I want to say we use him for a couple others, don't we? I think so. He's, he's in his forties, I think. All right. Well, he's got like ten more years left. Yeah, he's good. He he does a good job. He's a good guy. 
But, you know, James, you're more than welcome to come. I'm sure, you know, I've, I've been bothering Jim to bring Gina. So, you know. I'm working on it, and she hasn't given me an answer yet. Or, yeah, but I'm working on it. The answer is no. She hasn't given me one yet either. So. <laughs> the answer is no. She says she really wants to go, so um, no. it's I do not want to go. It, it's an absolute amazing experience. I'm kind of bummed that I'm not going to get to meet um, uh, Wilfred Brumley. So am I. And I was looking that forward to that. that would, he was the. the Celebrity, other than like Tony Tobbs and, and, and Keith David, and, you know, some of the other ones, that I was saying to my girlfriend, you know, you need to come because you need to meet Wilford Brimley. Mm-hmm. And she's not, she's not a movie person. She doesn't know anything about movies. <laughs> Just go for the TV <laughs> commercial. <laughs> That's what I wanted him to write. I was going to get his autograph. That's all I wanted him to write was diabetes. diabetes. <laughs> yep. And I was going to print out a whole bunch of those pictures for him. Yep. So we could get him to sign the diabetes. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah, now we now have to go ahead and run in that. Nah. Man, people uh, never read their emails. I mean, uh, wish him well. Hope he gets well soon. And um, maybe yeah. next well, year. I remember we had stand a couple you know, six for 10 years. So, mm-hmm. you know. Of course, right, my buddy. One year, I think, was disclosed, right? Yeah. My buddy Kane will be there. Kane always brings yep. the party. Yeah, WWE. His little air horns will be a ton of fun. Yeah, Kirby got uh, Kirby got annoyed. <laughs> yeah, that was funny though when when Kirby kept trying to steal him. Yeah, and give him to uh, Jeffrey. Yeah. Yep. So, but it was it was fun watching Jeff steal him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we got some good celebrities coming this year, and it'll be uh, it'll be a good time, like always. And like I said, I will try it'll to be get a good time. I will try to get August you. Second through August fifth, we need to get everyone down there. That's right, Williamsburg, and, Virginia. Yeah. Plenty to do. Exactly. Plenty to do in the area as well as scares that care. Yeah, considering you'll be able to see um, Bush Gardens from the hotel where we were staying. At. Yep, walking distance. Damn. Yep, exactly. Uh, I think there's even a stone there. Mm-hmm. So, you'll be able to hang out with Jim, you'll be able to hang out with me, because I'll be there, obviously. Um, and, you know, those celebrity people, too. Yeah, I, oh, won't, yeah. I won't be there, because you guys don't want me to DJ, so. <laughs> well, we said celebrities, not, not JP at all. And so I, oh. well, I'm above celebrities, so I got that. Wow. He doesn't know who half of them are anyway. Yeah, that's the point. He didn't even know who freaking Tim Conway was. I'm like, really? Still don't live know who under Tim a Conway. rock? I looked him up. I still don't know who he is. He's from the Carol Burnett show. How do you not know Jim Conway? Because I'm not old. Right? I mean, he's been in some hilarious right. movies with, with uh, Don Knotts and... Yeah, whoever that is. Uh-huh. My grandfather went to school with Don Knotts. They were roommates, for Christ's sake. No kidding. They uh, were... All right, hang up on our teeth. Nice. <laughs> All, All right, Johnson, Jay thank Money. you for calling. Time for us to sign off the air. Thanks for calling, and uh, bye. I will talk to you soon. I'll see you there. Definitely. Bye. You better add see me you on bud. Facebook. I will look for you right now, Jim. You better. Okay. You be- oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. No, we don't. Hello? Do I get paid overtime for this? I, I don't know.
Hello? Hi. Who's this? Felicia. Hi, Felicia. How you doing? I'm good. Who am I speaking with? Jim. James. Hi, Jim. Hi, Jim James. <laughs> Jim James? I wasn't lying. Yeah, you got us both. I'll be oh. Jim in like 10 years. <laughs> Wait. So, um, yeah, Keith told me to call in. So, um, Keith, Damn you, I Keith. pretty much have no filter on my mouth. So, if you have any questions from the girl's point of view, you're welcome to ask. Um, so we were just talking about dating. What would yeah, you think be the sucks. the most appropriate place to meet a girl? Uh, Besides a bedroom. Huh, a parking lot? Yeah, parking lot. Wait, no, I said appropriate, not inappropriate. Oh, no, like a Walmart parking lot? I don't know, but not like 2 a.m. Wait, <laughs> you right? can meet somebody in the... I don't know, man. I feel like, like this is a setup. Help them with, listen, help them with their shopping cart offer to put their groceries in their car for them mm-hmm. and then walk away and then they'll be like holy shit there was somebody that was nice yeah or i'm gonna be in the back of a police car no 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 that's why you walk away and you let her make the decision right he doesn't know how to talk to people that's all the right problem. so we're gonna do this we're gonna do this and videotape it. i will do it you will videotape it jim i will and videotape then, it we'll i will videotape i will i will record james if i get to arrested talk to women if i get arrested you guys all owe me lunch and okay, you have to bail me. Get, and you have to bail me. Arrested. You have to bail me out. You'll be fine. So do I dress up for this occasion, or do I look homeless? What do I do? Well, you don't Why look- would you be anyone but you? If you're going to go meet somebody, just dress up as yourself. If they don't like you for who you are, they can go fuck themselves. Ooh, yeah! Exactly. Keith, did you bleep that out? Dump it, Keith. Dump it. <laughs> Dump it. Too All right, late. so... Too late. <laughs> I'm actually... For serious, for real, though, I actually kind of want to do this as, like, a joke. Okay. Jim, we, can we do yeah. that? Can we go live on the road, Keith, next week? I'll like, see why not. You should do a little, like, um, almost like a, a, a skit where it's like the old-fashioned um, courtesies that people used to do for each other. Ooh. You know, see what I always happens. wanted to be famous on YouTube. <laughs> I always wanted to be famous. I'm only at, I'm famous now, but not on You're YouTube. You're famous now? But not on YouTube. Oh, I don't have much social media. Jim, don't be shaking your head. You're famous in your own mind. Yeah, that's the first step of becoming famous. (laughs) You have to believe (laughs) in yourself. Number one fan. You have to believe in yourself, and then you yeah. (laughs) Now we're gonna do this. You and you know what's crazy is I'm probably to get dates too. Probably. Probably court dates, but whatever. (laughs) You know. (laughs) I mean, they're gonna read me in the newspaper. Local celebrity James O'Grady gets arrested outside Walmart from stealing carts. They make little pins for your shirt. They, like, <laughs> camera everything. They record everything. So, Body cam. There you right, go. We get a body, body cam. cam. Keith, hook me Hell up with a body yeah. cam. We'll videotape this for YouTube. There you and, go. And we'll see how this works. Be like, hey, miss. Today's Project Arrowhead, we will be at Walmart watching James trying to pick up women. Later watching on. Watching James trying to be nice to people. <laughs> how do they do that? Oh. I yes. Am, I am nice to people, though. Are you? There. Oh. Which, what is this Felicia's last name? What is her last name? Stevens. You know me. Stevens. Stevens. Oh, are you the... Is she... Uh, wow, yeah, you know me. Familiar? Art gallery. You, know, you know me, but I know Oh, you. you never emailed. See, that's why I'm famous. I don't know you, but you know me. Look at that. Fame. I don't think you emailed me. Is this the same Felicia? I did not, actually. I got very busy because I am a mom. Okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, when you get a chance, email me the proposal. I'll take care of that. That wasn't really and, talk, uh, radio talk, though. So. Oh, all right, all right, all right. Rod. If it's no, the same I, um, 
I am Keith knows me really well. I uh, I'm willing to answer honestly any questions you have. So, so shoot. Well, actually, Felicia, we are out of time for this week. Next All week. Right, next you week, call in. <laughs> Let's call okay. Keith. Keith, we'll call her next week. We'll open it up about relationships and then me getting arrested at Walmart. And then, um, absolutely. And then we'll, we'll go from there. All right. I'll email you a list of common courtesies that aren't used anymore. All right. <laughs> nice. And next week's theme song will be Bad Boys. Bad Boys. Yeah, bad Boys. There you go. <laughs> nice thank, thank, thanks for calling, Felicia. I just Bye. won't be strapped. All right. Bye, well, Felicia. Ah, oh, man, she already hung up. You had to do that. <laughs> that is all the time we have for this week. So until next week. See if James gets arrested. See if James Patrick O'Grady gets arrested at Walmart. Bum, It'll bum. be on camera. Well, yes. I am Jim Sagwitz, and on behalf of James Patrick O'Grady, we will O'Grady. see you next week. Don't forget, Lansdowne Pub, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night. 9.30. Arrowheads. Big public investigation this Saturday night at the Leppingwell Inn House Museum and Crossing the Veils public investigation at the Drunken Palette, June 29th. Till next week, see ya. Peace.